content warning for this episode. This episode contains discussions of sex, sexuality, sex education, and relationships. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Mabel. And I'm Mitch. Today we're talking about the season finale of season one of Sex Education through the theme of family. Finale. Yeah, yeah. We made it to the end. So excited. You did it. Mitch has now seen a whole season. I've done it. I've done it. I feel like a new man. (laughs) I think it's a good season finale. You know, not too like cliffhangery, like a little cliffhangery, but not like annoyingly cliffhangery. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, like last episode, a lot happened, mm. right? And we were kind of like, I think like that one almost felt like a season finale on its mm. own. And this one kind of felt a little calmer. Like we'd kind of gotten everything out last episode and like more stuff happened this episode for sure. But it was kind of like. It was almost like, catharsis rather yeah, than like. like it felt yeah. a little more. I don't know. Like I'd gotten all like my panic out last episode. <laughs> yeah. And like this was. This was just like, you know, last day of school, like tying up all your loose ends and then Mm. having a bit of a break. Well, yeah, like last episode blew everything up and then this episode was like healing all the wounds or at least some of them anyway. Yeah, not not every wound, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was was nice. It felt a little like... like Yeah, I think it just wrapped everything, sorry, it wrapped everything like in a little bow like Mm. at the end, which I think I still really enjoyed it, but I do like a bit of chaos, so... Yeah. I feel like last week, as we were saying, would have been a good cliffhanging ending. But as I said, this one's yeah. a good tie-up for the first season, at least. I almost wonder if they weren't sure if they were going to get renewed. And so it was it was an effort to make a nice ending that yeah. left it open for a second season, but didn't, like, require a second season, if yeah. you know what I, I mean. Think I think that's definitely, like, mm. the likely option there. Um, and, and thankfully jumping... for us, they got <laughs> renewed mm-hmm. many, yes. many times. And, can, and continue to be renewed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be naughty and jumping straight to the end though. I just think it was a really nice kind of like bookend to the season. Like we, like when we first saw Otis and all his issues and this season literally ends on a scene of him, like finally seemingly successfully masturbating. I yeah. It was a kind of cool choice. The best the arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the masturbation arc. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, all righty. Let's, uh, let's dive right in. Um, and we open on, uh, Lily and Octopus Guy, whose name escapes me, Ooh, uh, yeah. attempting. Uh, so it didn't occur to me right away, but this is literally like four hours after the end of the last episode. So it's 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 yeah. the same night slash early morning that we yeah. just left. Um, and Lily and her partner are attempting to have sex. It's very elaborate. I, mean, I love it so much. Amazing. <laughs> Attention to detail. Her costume, like not only like her wig looks yeah. so good. I just want that wig slash hair like that. Her outfit, I also want, and I just want to like wear it to the makeup every day. Set de- also, set I really wish we could remember her partner's name because I love his energy. Like I just mm. think he's he seems really he's so sweet committed and cool, and he's just like really up for this role play, and that like he's he's super yeah. cute. Um, I'm going to look it up while we're here talking. Um, He deserves a mate. He does. (laughs) um, But, I mean, actually, before we get to the but, he's, like, in role play and then goes to kiss her, which, you know, most people would think is kind of par for the course in this particular scenario. And she kind of, like, 
puts him off. She's like rejecting mm. that intimacy, which I thought was an interesting note um, because it's, I don't think we'd seen her do something like that with Otis or anything. Like she was trying anything with Otis, I guess, like yeah. any intimacy. She spent a fair bit of time like licking his face, which was a bit uh, <laughs> yeah. of an interesting choice. But yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that she's like, no, 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 no. I just literally just want your penis in my vagina. Which get, is... get to the sex. Get to the um, sex. Actually, I think that's interesting because I hadn't thought too much about it at the time. But now that you bring it up, kind of reflecting on that after we see the scene later with Lillian Otis, where she's talking a little more about why she just wants to have sex like done and over with. And she's worried mm. about being left behind and stuff. <laughs> I think that's more interesting about her motivations here. Because I think previously... I hadn't really assumed that about Lily. I thought she was just someone that really wanted to have sex and yeah. like for whatever yeah. reason and was just was just really keen for the sex. Mm. Um, and I think it's more interesting watching this scene and how she re- reacts with the knowledge that she's not actually that keen for sex for the, mm. for the for the, the experience. For what sex is. Yeah, yeah, she's, she just she, wants to get it over with. Yeah, which is a well, very different. Um, knowing that very much goes against like the whole i mean like it's cool like down more power to them like the whole setup and like the whole role-playing vibe but like if you just want to get it over with i think it's a a lot easier than that but yeah that's a good point i mean she at least she's doing it in a way that she likes like if she's gonna have sex that's how she wants to have it yeah yeah yeah. uh so his name is octo boy i wasn't far off (laughs) (laughs) we call him octo from now on okay yeah octo boy um, that's, that's cute. I kind of like the Lily of all people that she has. Like, he sounds like a comic book character, which yeah. I think is like perfect. Perfect. But then I guess um, it highlights that as much as he is perfect for her, uh, she's she wants it for the wrong reasons, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I thought, again, this scene, reflecting on later, because we see later. Um, well, actually, no, maybe, maybe nothing. I don't know. I'll we'll leave that for later. Um, so, you know, she brushes off his kiss and is like, no, no, let's get to the literal act uh, of PIV. Um, and then uh, she experiences a great deal of pain when he tries to insert his penis. Um, mm. And despite the, you know, the stories around sex, like it doesn't hurt that much, if at all, even if it is and your it first time. And it like, doesn't have to. And it doesn't have to. Stopping when it hurts is probably a good instinct. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, and we learn later... Uh, I mean, Otis diagnoses her, which, you know, he's not a medical professional, but vaginismus <laughs> is a surprisingly common uh, experience for a lot of people with vulvas. And uh, yeah, I think it's good. That I, it's another one of those things. It's like, it's good that they're bringing it up and talking about it. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was honestly kind of like impressed and surprised that Otis thought straight to go to vaginismus. But I guess, um, I guess like Gene would, he would know about that through Gene and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I think with the scene with Lily, uh, the way it's put across, like they're talking, she's like, no, get straight to the sex. And then he immediately tries to put his penis in her and she's like, ow, ow, ow. That wouldn't like, I feel like that happens a lot. Like start mm. with fingers, yeah. you yeah. know, try straight anything in. except immediately putting the penis. Did they have lube? Like, especially because previously she talked to Otis about how she would bring the lube and like, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised that it got to that point and they hadn't tried anything else. Later we hear her say to Otis, like she couldn't even get a finger in her. It was like locked or whatever. But yeah. in that scene, it came across really weird. But it's like, of course it hurts. You didn't do just anything. You just, just yeah. go straight in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So after that scene, we cut to Otis in bed attempting to message Ola. He just says hello, but he doesn't send it. And then he, no, he does. So he bad. does. He does send it. No, I think does he? later he's later he's like, oh, did you get my message? Or oh, what said was hello, but oh, I, I God. tried. I thought he'd like typed it out and then just like given up. But yeah, I that think, would have I, been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's far worse than what I thought happened then. Jeez. Yeah, I have Come more to Otis. say about the whole Otis Ola thing later. Yeah. yeah, then uh, Otis uh, goes and invades his mother's computer. I mean, does she have a password at all? It seems not. Um, <laughs> or does he just know it? I don't know. Uh, and he he prints out a copy of the book for him to annotate it, which I love as an idea. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong about I'm this. I'm going to give you notes. <laughs> I'm going to give you notes. Like, pretty savage. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. His notes look so neat. Like, I don't know. His notes mm. are extremely aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. This, is, this really... is Otis we're talking about, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, the next little while is people, like, getting up in the morning. We see Adam slept at the school. Uh, he looks uh, good. I don't know. I think I'm really into a disheveled, untucked shirt. Adam looks good. <laughs> post-trauma. About, yeah, yeah. you're really into post-trauma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dramatic was, I, I was honestly watching the scene and being kind of attracted to Adam, and I was like, am I attracted to people's, like, sadness? I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really concerned. Oh, dear. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, then we cut to Maeve and Jackson who are spooning uh, and they're woken up by Jackson's training alarm. Uh, he says he's not going because he can't be bothered. Uh, and then he walks back his dramatic I love you from the night before um, and says, uh, I don't expect you to say it back, even though he clearly wants her to be like, no, 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 I do love you right after he uh, says so. And she's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> cool. Great. Thanks for that. It was wait, like, I kind of... I appreciated him acknowledging it and saying something, but mm. it was also kind of like, what did that accomplish? Like, I was really drunk when I said it. Doesn't really re- um, confirm whether he meant it or not. Yeah. And just says, you don't need a reply. And I feel like even though he addressed it, it still was kind of just looming over them after that conversation. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think it was. it's like a weird mix of like shame plus also like desperateness. Yeah, it does not a kind of scream. It kind of screams like end of relationship, probably coming soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just setting up his arc for this episode, really. Yeah, yes. that yeah, he yeah. he wants to know that Maeve feels the same way about him, and is realizing that she doesn't. Uh, then we cut to Eric jerking off in bed. Um, so a few his things. His leg here. is hilarious. Yes. Leg mm-hmm. is hilarious. Uh, th- this idea of jacking off with the covers like over you—that's just going to create a mess. Yeah. I am glad you brought this up. up. Yep. I was not sure <laughs> if we were going to talk about this, but I feel like that whole scene raised a big question of like, what or where was he ejaculating into? Mm. I mean, uh, maybe like, he had a sock on a, or yeah, something. It could be a sock. Was, uh, mm, or a flashlight, uh, you know. There are options, but like assuming that there wasn't any of that, that's just like he now has to wash his whole quilt. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like the whole like extra extra like anxiety of like, oh, don't worry, mom, I'll wash this. She's like, yeah. no, no, it's okay, Eric. It's fine. Like, I mean, yeah. speaking of that, that scene a couple of episodes ago of Otis cleaning up his uh, wet dream, like that is anxiety fuel, I think, for most teenage boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then 
Eric is just kind of leaning into it in this. Right. Like, Eric, ah. Eric is just owning everything. He's owning more everything. Power. Yeah, more power to him. He's owning his narrative. Um, so he, you know, finishes and then uh, he's getting ready for school and he's like back to his fabulous self. Like, obviously, last episode he rocked up in that get up to the dance, but this is like him going back into like normal Eric mode for school, which is yeah. very, I'm very happy it, to see. Again, yeah. this is part of what just like made this episode feel so just much more like. I'm like calm and comfortable. Like I just, I was watching this and I was just like, happy Eric just makes the world better. Like I just Mm. love watching Eric be happy and look amazing. Yeah, it's just it just warms the whole soul. Amazing. You believe in souls. Uh, then we cut to Otis at the dinner table, uh, steadfastly oh. ignoring his mother. This scene is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is so mad. And I mean, very justifiably mad, let's be yeah. honest. But like, he's going about it in such a teenage way, like angrily reading the newspaper, but not really. And then his mom is like, all right, something's going on. I'm going to keep trying <laughs> different things to see what will like, you know, is there something you want to tell me about? Yeah. <laughs> When he's, he rips know, out the it. crossword and scrunches uh, it up. For, as someone who loves, I love to do Sudoku in the newspaper, like yeah. on a boring yeah. day. That just drove me insane <laughs> saying, you know, come on. Yeah. I just love how overt his anger is. Like, she's literally like, save the crossword. He rips it out, scrunches it up, throws it in the bin. She's like, you've been really quiet lately, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just doesn't address that he's, uh, like, actively being aggressive towards yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he finally like gets to his bag and he pulls out his annotated version of the book. Um, and then he's kind of savage. He's like, I made some notes. You should consider getting a thesaurus because your vocabulary is very limited. Savage and just so good. I loved it. Um, I was a little disappointed by Jean's reaction to finding out that Otis discovered her her unethical man I mean she got defensive right like that's what happened yeah like uh she just had no shame about it like no no Mm. immediate instinct for shame or apology she was oh she's so annoying it was it was when he like like she was like be calm and rational and he and Otis justifiably is like fuck that like this is not calm and rational yeah like and you he stormed- actually fucked up yeah he like stormed out and at that point I think we see her face go Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> she this is not how I wanted this to go um not that I think she ever thought about how it was ever gonna go exactly like what was yeah. she expecting like she's like oh hey Otis I wrote a book she like, was in complete is... denial yeah I don't know what was the what was the like the, the outcome that she was expecting like she's no, like she's like she's she gonna, she'll give him, him a signed or... copy when she publishes it. <laughs> yeah or she'll be like hey honey I wrote this book it's about you but I changed your name so it's fine yeah like, I don't know I don't know yeah her writing about motherhood and changing her son's name as though <laughs> yeah. people won't put two and two yeah together. I don't know who could it mean. possibly be <laughs> her only child oh, yeah um Eric's trying to be sympathetic but also he's like you know he's a naturally happy person so he laughs especially like Otis is like don't laugh but Ola thinks that potentially there was something going on between me and Maeve. And like, I would have <laughs> laughed at that moment because obviously yeah. there is something going on. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't clear enough. I assume Eric, like Eric, I think is and should be laughing because obviously there is something romantic between yeah. them. But I still feel like, Ot- and again, just based on how the rest of this episode plays out, I feel like Otis still doesn't really get it. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of conflict because at the end of, at like, 
their interaction last episode, I thought they were finally like escaping their denial and sort of addressing mm. that there was clearly something between them. And then yeah. this episode, I feel like he's just repressed it again. I also, yeah, I, I have a similar note about also when Otis was explaining what happened with Ola. It's like he forgot all the breakthroughs he had last night about what was wrong with what he said to Ola. Like he, it seemed like he got that he was an asshole in that moment and yeah. then kind of forgot overnight. And then as explaining, and then Eric rightfully is like, you are an asshole and insensitive because like, obviously you are. I don't know. Maybe he just kind of like, I don't know, forgot yeah, while I he was asleep. Like just, yeah, while he was explaining to Eric, he's still... He was just like, obviously I would describe Maeve that way because she's just like out of my league and amazing and grrr. Mm. And like, so, <laughs> so Ola just misunderstood because I was just, it was a comparison, which yikes. is what yikes, was wrong with it. Big yikes. yikes. And again, like maybe we'll get to it, but like ugh, when he talks about it with Ola again, it's just equally bad. Like he just yeah. doesn't really address it. He doesn't. Uh, and then uh, Maeve and Otis are called to the office together mm. mysteriously uh why do you think this was about mitch i thought it was like principal groff was on to like the, the, the clinic thing clinic? Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah interesting because after what was his name last episode he climbed up it was like a whole mm. big deal so he's probably like putting two and two together because he like the guy literally referenced otis when mm. he was on top of yeah. the thing so i'm like ah, yeah. oh, you guys caused him to do this so yeah. explain yourself but yeah to be fair, thinking about it, because I think I also had similar feelings like it was like it was the sex clinic. Mm. But like putting two together after last episode, it makes sense that he would assume that Maven Otis are involved in the drugs now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Seems like I quite think a reasonable. In the last episode, especially when you see like Sean and the kid walk off and then Maeve follows him and Groff is like, What are you doing out there? Like yeah, I think yeah, that's true. when he kind of put two and two together. And then he found the drugs in the jacket and was like, Yep, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Eric is alone in the hallway and him and Mr. Hendricks make up, which is nice. It's good. Mm. I really enjoyed, like, I just, I like that Mr. Hendricks was just very quick. He's like, look, we've all got bad days. And he just yeah. didn't make it a big deal. Obviously Eric was right to apologize. He should have, but he didn't make it a big deal. And yeah, I think yeah. this is, especially when, like as an adult dealing with children, like, I think this is how it should be handled because like, you know, children have a lot of shit going on. All their emotions yeah. are, and hormones and all that sort of shit understanding that i mean you shouldn't really hold a grudge against a teenager yeah <laughs> they don't mean it <laughs> yeah no that was a good example of how things should have gone down for sure yeah, mm. yeah. uh then mave and otis are waiting uh, to see principal graf and otis is attempting to like talk to her because she's mm. uh not wanting to talk to him which you know totally fair it's still raw it's been six hours um and Maeve gets called in and it's like super severe. Maeve, you're first. Like, Jesus, are we getting shot? Like, God, calm down. Uh, and then he, you know, he lays out his thesis. He seems very kind of like excited to have like, of course, busted this. He's like, he feels like a detective and he's like, <laughs> he's using really like weird stilted language all the way through this scene. Yeah. Um, he so one thing that's interesting is that he's noticed the clinic right he's noticed them acting weird or outside of school hours and stuff like that and he's yeah. just yeah. now misattributed it to the drugs that he discovered yeah. i mean he has seen them exchange money and stuff again kind of in hindsight i can see how the drugs 
I mean, yeah, as opposed like... to two students running a sex clinic <laughs> yeah, in your yeah. school. Much like, more yeah, likely. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> they definitely jumped to selling drugs before. Yeah. yeah. I think also something we see in this scene is the kind of weight of assumption that always travels around with Maeve because he just refuses to believe that uh, Otis had anything really to do with it. I mean, he's also pretty pretty savage to Otis. He's like the spineless beanpole Milburn <laughs> or an innocent uh, child like Otis. Like he's just completely yeah. dismissive of his agency. Yeah. Um, although like he's completely correct. Otis is a spineless <laughs> beanpole. Um but then, so like he, you know, he says, he accuses them of selling drugs and he's like, um, and I know your brother was involved because your brother is a scumbag and he mm. threatens to call the police on the brother. And, you know, we know that Maeve is very sensitive to that because she doesn't want to be left alone again, which totally mm. fair as a teenager being left alone, not great. Um, and so she like, she takes the fall for him, which I mean, mm. I like, I don't know. It makes me feel all kinds of ways. I feel really sad that she feels the need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely going to say that. I just wish she ratted on her brother. Like, that's, like, what we all would have done. But as you were saying, Matt, like, she definitely doesn't want to lose him again mm. in a in a way that hurts more than probably last time, getting taken away by the police. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It definitely shows she doesn't have as strong, like, self-preservation instincts in yeah. these scenarios as, like, any of us would have. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to watch. I'm just like, no, yeah. value your own future. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, that all that all these scenes, like a principal graphs interactions with Maeve, Otis, and then Jackson immediately after. And we've seen this in previous episodes. I just continue to hate his interaction with students. So he tells her that she'll have to come back for an external tribunal, even though it's in his office. I don't really understand that. Yeah, um, people. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so she gets dismissed and barred from campus. So she's suspended until they decide what to do with her. So he dismisses her and then he tells Otis he can leave and then says, beware the wild females. What the fuck? I, like, <laughs> he clearly has some really, like, fucked up feelings about women mm. you know like in general just oh, fucked yeah. up like, about everyone let's be for, yeah everyone yeah, but like yeah. like i had no idea his like feelings towards women were so like yeah that's the first time i've ever seen uh, like anything like that because mm. he was pretty he was actually pretty good when when he was talking about like sanitary products yeah he was yeah, awkward he yeah, was yeah, awkward yeah. But he had the right intention, I guess. Yeah, yes. and then he just pulls this out, which is like very like, aggressive. Yeah. Know. So Otis is walking through the halls, and uh, Lily stops him, and he's like in a bad mood, and is like, "I don't want to have sex with you." Very presumptuous. But I mean, actually, to be fair, Lily's past history kind of, you know, that wasn't yeah. an unreasonable assumption that that was yeah. what she was there for. Yeah. Uh, but she's like. But she is like, I don't want to have sex with you either. Like, chill out. I need advice. Yeah. Uh, but she is kind of meaner about it than she was at, after it happened. Like, she, like, lists off all the problems with what happened between them in this really kind of negative way. Whereas mm. the day that it happened, she was like, oh, well, you know, I had low expectations. It's fine. And now she's like, yeah, yeah like, you, it was, like, really shameful and embarrassing and awkward. And it's like, well, what changed it's probably, I mean, Otis did come at her like, pretty, like, he snapped yeah. at her. So she yeah, probably got did. pretty defensive. And I think it was, yeah, it was a bit about, I think, desperation for someone to give her advice. Like, I yeah. kind of really hated this interaction because, I don't know, I guess 
we as an audience, I think, have come to grow Lily a bit more. And we've seen her be like be quite friendly towards Eric, like try and go after mm. him and stuff. And and so in my mind, she's like more of like a kind of friend of the gang. But I guess that's mm. just because we've been watching her as one of the like the main secondary characters. Yeah. Um, so when she comes to Otis and is like, I just need advice. And he's like, the clinic's closed. I kind of hate, because it, it almost seems like she's coming to him as maybe a friend seeking advice. And then he yeah. makes it like a clinic monetary thing, which I think then maybe sparks her to sort of blackmail him. Essentially, she literally blackmails him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was kind of sad that, I mean, again, he was in a shitty mood, but I just feel like maybe if he wasn't in such a shitty mood, I hope he would be more open yeah. to talking to people. Mm. Um, I guess it kind of blurs the lines when you like have been running a sex clinic in school for money. Yeah. Do, who do you give free advice to? Like it's bad for business. Like, yeah. Which yeah. friends get free sex advice given it's that like you're not even a qualified professional? Asking my doctor friends for health advice. I always feel yeah. awkward about it. I always feel super awkward. Yeah. But I still kind of drop it because I'm like, you might be curious. Do you bug Bill? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So Lily blackmails him into giving her advice, uh, which, sure. Um, then we cut to Jean. What I love is Jean actually went and read through all of his comments on her book. I think that <laughs> I think that is a is a mark in her favor that she didn't just like oh whatever. She like actually went through and like read all the notes. But it's quite funny because there's like a thing that's like not funny underlined, and she's like. It wasn't fucking funny when I pushed you out of my vagina either. Which, yeah. you know, honestly, it's kind of funny. I mean, she's definitely in the wrong here, but I do kind of love that yeah. little, little, little bit. It makes me think that, like, Otis's note was right and it was probably, like, a, a not-so-well-written well paragraph and so mm. she just got really defensive because she probably <laughs> knows that it wasn't well-written. Yeah. I like the idea that Otis has been kind of, like, even through all this, that he's done a proper editor's job. Yeah. Yeah. he didn't just like redline the whole thing he's like actually read it and made good notes like actually given constructive feedback despite definitely not wanting her to publish this uh their dynamic is so messed up it's great oh my god so weird. uh then we have otis and lily talking um uh getting the details uh <laughs> she does have that great line. She's talking about the problem and like, I can't even get a finger in. It's like my vagina has a locked door. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, and they're talking about like having control issues, not wanting to let go not willing to trust someone and, and all this sort of stuff, which is fun. I think you see on Otis's face that he's also kind of therapizing himself as he's talking. Mm. It's one of those moments. Yeah. We mentioned this last week, but he's been like therapizing himself as he's yeah. helping everyone else like mm. lately a lot so yeah yeah no, i think it, it gets risky because i think I, I worry that he's like not aware about it enough to be able to control for when he's projecting on, mm. his, on his client slash patient when he shouldn't be yeah um i guess i i don't i don't think i know that much about vaginismus like i i've known of it for ages but so mm. is it actually like is the diagnosis that it's a psychological phenomenon uh, my understanding of that is correct yeah um so, we'll put like, some know... stuff in the in the resources of yeah. the episode that have the, the correct information but my understanding is that it is yeah primarily i probably should have looked thing. into this before we did this episode because like i know i know a common treatment for it is sort of like um like graduating through different sized stretching 
dildos and stuff. Dilators, but like, yeah. is an alternative treatment like purely psychological? Like, is some treatment for vaginismus like you to just have therapy until your body listens to your mind more? I think so. I, I've also I've definitely heard of people talking about the fact that like, like some people are prescribed muscle relaxants, but that's like a it's like a it's fixing the symptom and not the problem. Yeah, if that makes that's sense. interesting. Like this is because um I think I've always had it in my mind that it was more of a physical thing. Hmm. So I think even watching this conversation, I was almost a little annoyed on Lily's behalf because I feel like Otis, yeah, Otis was trying to describe what was subconsciously in her mind that was making it happen. And again, like my previous, I guess, possible misconception about vaginismus hmm. was that it's a physical thing. So I was like, ugh, like she, she's not doing anything. Like it's just her body. But I guess um, I was wrong. Hmm. Uh, vaginismus is involuntary tensing of the vagina. Um, Kegels, vaginal dilators, and cognitive behavioral therapy can help relax muscles and stop spasms. Yeah. So CBT implies mm. that it is definitely a mental, mental yeah. game going on. Although it sounds like based on treatment, like it might be, I mean, it's obviously like very case by case. Like for some people, it, it yeah, sounds yeah. like it might require more physical treatment than yeah. cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, again, we are not experts. We're not experts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but just know if it's something yeah. you're experiencing, you're not alone. It's, it's definitely a, a relatively yeah. common experience. At, at various yeah. points in people's lives so and like you should probably definitely see a professional and not like your your school's student sex clinic <laughs> yes please don't talk to another teenager <laughs> yeah. i mean talk to another teenager about it but not for like clinical advice yeah mm-hmm. you know just to just to share yeah uh i do like that at the end here uh lily asked something and otis just says i don't know which i think is good he, it's, it's an yeah. important thing for people to be able to do is to just admit when they don't know the answer and not yes. make shit up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get a brief like interlude of uh, Eric at detention um, and then Adam is going to be in detention, which is obviously not a good thing because their interactions mm-hmm. are always negative. Yeah. Uh, then we <laughs> cut to Gene uh, and Otis uh, having another argument because Gene is like freaking out about the leak in the sink, which is like just put a bucket under it, it'll be fine. Like it's not yeah. like the house is not going to flood. Well, just like turn the water off. Turn and, the like, water the off. Yeah. yeah. So she is way overreacting to this small leak under the kitchen sink. Um, Otis gets home and doesn't want to talk to her, uh, and she like chases him. He locks his door and he turns his music up. <laughs> Classic, I don't want to talk yeah. right now, signaling. Yeah. And she fucking kicks his door down. Like, Fuck she's it, mental. Crazy. Like, I mean, later when she acknowledges that, like, Odin has a blind spot of hers, but like, it is, it is extreme. Like, literally, like, <laughs> like she's the lock she, off she his door. goes proper crazy when it comes to Otis. It's, it's insane. <laughs> She yeah. needs a therapist. Like, she does ASAP. need a therapist. Like she um, really, again, I like, I've, I've talked about this before, right? But like, it seems like Jean has a very poor support network. Like she doesn't mm. really seem to have any friends. Jakob seems to be the first person she ever opened up with. Like she needs to talk to someone about somebody. what's going on with her. Like yeah. even just a friend, but probably a professional. Probably a professional. Yeah. Uh, so she runs in and like he's like what the fuck you just kicked my door down (laughs) and she like turns the radio down and he like turns it up and they have a little back and forth until she like grabs it and unplugs it shout Uh, out the cure that was the cure um yeah boys 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 don't don't cry cry. yeah good song amazing um 
and she's like why are you so angry and he calls her a hypocrite uh and she's like descriptive words please and he's like all right i'll give you some descriptive words <laughs> and then reels off all of these problems and ends with and you're a sneaky sneaky woman and she's <laughs> like uh <laughs> i love it so much i'm like yeah. yes otis is finally calling her out of shit again because she's being so annoying like she's not respecting his boundaries she's kicking mm. down his door mm. and then like and then like like using her stupid like therapist bullshit again like just like using her client tactics on him like descriptive words and like mm. not actually having a proper conversation with his son and Oh, again, I just love when he, like, she asked for descriptive words. I think anyone could have gone down a really angry track and maybe just started, like, bad-mouthing her. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. has so much legitimate material. Like, he's, he yeah. stays pretty level-headed despite being very angry. Yeah. And just lays out all the things she's done wrong. And she has no recourse. And so she's like, this is becoming hostile, count to ten. And he, <laughs> and he... He does, and then's like, please leave. And she's like, uh, she finally is like, okay, I think I should leave. Yeah, because, I think and, which she, is good. Yeah, I hope yeah. she starts to. I I get the feeling like she's starting to almost like be forced out of a denial a bit and realize that she is the one that's out of control in this situation, and that Otis mm. isn't actually acting out here like she is. Yeah, yeah, it's <sighs> I, yeah, she's. She, but she's, she just she's misses the point. Be- she's yeah. done this before, like where she's like, oh, "Okay, I'm going to be good now." Yeah, and then, and then immediately, just, yeah. The next well, even episode, even just... right now, right? He's like, "Please leave," and she's like, "Okay." And then as she gets to the door, she turns around to start the conversation oh again. God. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, this this next bit is a bit. It's a bit sad. He's like, "You're trying to." It's like you're trying to consume me, which I think is a valid. Like he's expressing how it feels, and she's like. Yeah. He's like, you think that I'm part of you. And she's like, but you are part of me. And I I think it's good for them to have had that. I think that was the most important part of this scene for them to like talk about that thing that's going on. Because I think part of it is that, and she says this later kind of, is that he has become her replacement, like not partner, but like he's the other person who lives in the house with her. And so she's not treating him in the same way that you would treat a child essentially um yeah she's relying on him too much that sort of thing and then ola arrives oh, and otis again inserts foot into mouth because oh, he's just the most awkward I'm, human on earth just, no he continues to call her ola ola instead of ola like am i the only one hearing this he, yeah he's mispronouncing her name <laughs> i don't know i hear it i okay. just it doesn't bother me it's a, no, it doesn't bother me, me. yeah okay. yeah uh, and he's like, oh, you're here to see me. That's great. Let's talk. And oh. she's like, no, I'm still very unhappy with you, given that that was like 12 hours ago. Yeah, yeah, at minimum. Yeah. Especially oh, now with this knowledge that he after. did send that hello text. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, he did, yeah. So yeah. bad. I, I, like, I can only explain this by like the TV show needing to like develop the plot further, but like it makes no sense to me that Ola is in any way still no. interested in Otis. She's mm. too cool for oh. that. Like, she is too cool for that. Like he, cool. he was an asshole. That, that's some TV writing there. Like there is no way that Ola is mm. still interested in Otis. Yeah, <laughs> and this this scene reinforces the stupidity of the scene in the previous episode, I yeah. think. Although, I mean, as much as I like to think Ola is perfect, maybe she does have a weakness for, like, boys that clearly need help. 
I feel like I've, Mabel. I've had that issue. <laughs> Skinny boys with dark hair. Yeah. Uh, uh, that need to be taught things. Yeah. <laughs> Deep cut. Alrighty. Um, so Gene walks back down uh, and Otis is like, I'm gone. <laughs> we should talk about this. No, nope, I'm leaving, which, you know, fair enough. Uh then we cut to Jackson ranting about his bum to Maeve. And Maeve, A, has just had this big shit dropped in her lap uh, because she's get, gotten suspended and probably will get expelled, um, especially related to her family. And yeah. Jackson is complaining about having an overattentive mother, which, you know, like, I, I get his pain, right? Like, we see that she doesn't listen to him at all. But Maeve is like... Yeah. I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> I, I totally get where baby is coming from, but it yeah. is like, it's annoying. Res- like I feel bad for Jackson getting that response because yeah. Maeve's being like extremely reductive of his problems. And it's yeah. and, like comparing problems where like Jackson's problems are completely valid. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad for him that um, I think it's hard enough. Like when you come from, like he's he's from a pretty like affluent privileged family and he has he has a lot of privileges hmm. and but but has a lot of legitimate problems as well and i i think when you have a lot of privileges it's hard to give your own problems weight like i think it's really easy to feel like your problems aren't valid because of yeah. all the privileges yeah. that you have and i just feel like this would have just reiterated that feeling that jackson probably always already leans towards anyway absolutely and um, like the fact that he felt comfortable opening up to her about this he's now probably going to be less comfortable in the future yeah, exactly up like again sure. i get that maves just come from like dealing with her family shit mm. so she's just just was just not in the right space for that but i feel like it was really bad for jackson yeah and especially because what jackson says later he's like why am i always the last to know if she had literally told him what had happened he wouldn't be ranting about his mum at this yeah, point yeah. would he yeah. he would know yeah. that it now is not the right time and he would be there oh. to support her. I think so. I think yeah. he would know that. She does apologize for snapping though. They make up, which is yeah. kind of nice. It is, it's yeah. a nice demonstration that you can have a little bicker and it's not a, necessarily a big problem. So. Yeah. Again, I do just worry that like Jackson will probably just push down his problems because he feels that they are valid now. Yeah. Um, but it was nice that she apologized at least for snapping. Yeah. We get a little shot of Jackson uh, in Maeve's bedroom, ignoring his mum's phone call. Um, and then he finds the jumper, which is now in her bed. I was about to say, I'm sorry, but why is it under her pillow? If she's like, spoon- her and Jackson are like cuddling or sitting together in bed, that's not somewhere where you put another person's jacket. Yeah. I mean, charitably, maybe it was there before they got home and she just didn't move it. But also like, she definitely, it, it got put in the bedroom somehow. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is this always to support like the continuing theory I have that both Maeve and Otis in this episode have like regressed in mm. like I think they've gone back into denial about their feelings for each other because I think Maeve I think it, like it was always like a switch in the last episode where as soon as Jackson blurted out that Otis had been somehow involved with Jackson like paying for information about her mm. I think she quickly used that as, as an excuse to push him away again mm. because we still see now. Like she was a little angry at Jackson at the end of the episode and then saw that he was like drunk and sad and needed to be taken care of. But she continues to be super mad at Otis in this episode and has not talked about it with Jackson at all. Mm, yeah. Um, which I think is weird that she's 
she's not mad at Jackson at all about this. So I think that just speaks to a lot of denial where she's trying to stay in the Jackson thing and trying to push Otis away and have well, excuse to be mad I don't, at him. I don't think, she, I think she's just had enough of Jackson altogether. Like, I don't know. I, I would say she's pretty annoyed with Jackson, the way she's like interacting with him. She's just putting up with him at the moment. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of subcut. Like, I think she's, she's trying I think she's just trying to stay in it like right. I think she's trying to I think she's going through the the motions a little bit with Jackson now where she's like already in it and she's trying to like ignore anything bad and just just yeah. continue to be the girlfriend mm. uh then we have uh Adam and Eric in detention mm. we and I just say that I did <laughs> predict this in episode one did you? I did. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I think maybe, because we, 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 I think we made a big point about Adam being such a bully to Eric, and I think maybe mm, you said something. I did, actually. And the first episode was like, because Adam couldn't get it up, and I'm like, oh, maybe Adam oh, yeah. might be into guys as well. Mm. I don't know. But then, I actually, no, I do remember this, but then you, like, talked yourself out of it. Yeah, and then, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. and then I'm like, no, 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 it's just, like, a weed problem. Yeah, yeah. I think you like assumed that maybe yeah. he he was having like erectile problems because he was gay, and then when he successfully had sex later, you're like, oh, never mind, he's just straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm still gonna take credit for it. So. Yeah. I mean, you had you had something. Yeah. yeah. Something and I mean, the reality is, is that he's probably bi. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he bi, definitely yeah. very much enjoyed having sex with Amy. He was very sad when they broke yeah. up. So. Um, Yay for bi representation. Woo. Yeah. Uh, but that's not where the scene starts, obviously. So no. Eric is we're actually jumping the gun. we're jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, Eric <laughs> is actually doing the thing that he's been told to do in detention, and Adam, it is as a always, weird task. He's just like packing up the music room by the look. I of know, and, and like they make the room look really messy. I'm like, how hard could this be? Like they just have hmm. to like separate some music stands. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Adam is like spitballing Eric, which feels very like 1980s bully, but sure. Mm-hmm um uh eric is like can you not why are you such a bully are you always like this was it just because your dad is one Ooh, savage um it was yeah i like i think like eric was both kind of defending himself a little bit but it seemed like he was genuinely trying to open a dialogue because he was kind of like look i i saw how you were with your dad like i can't imagine being like that yeah Um, i can't imagine being afraid of my own dad this like pretty deep cut it was but it felt almost like reaching out an olive branch a little mm. bit, like sympathizing with Adam and yeah. like acknowledging sure. that he, he's in a shitty situation. I thought that was, mm. I don't know. I guess um, Eric's just naturally empathetic. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Adam tries to help and then they fight about it. Classic <laughs> yeah, Adam. <I> don't know. <laughs> they yeah. wrestle around. Uh, Adam ends up on top and like, Eric spits in his face, which like uh, feels like the only option he has at that point. Yeah. What annoyed me was then Adam like spits back at him with much more volume for one. But it's like, mm. how do you like it? It's like you've literally pinned him to the ground. You don't have the moral high ground here on the fact that he spat <laughs> on you. Like how? What? But then uh, maybe, it, maybe it's like a finish talk. Like maybe, mm. maybe no. Yeah. You need to you need to negotiate that shit ahead of time. Yeah, you can't, yeah. yeah. This whole scene is yeah. But yeah, so then like they're very close and then they get closer and then they kiss and then uh, Adam goes down for the BJ like almost immediately, which is mm. uh, good for him. That's great. Uh, and we, we, we are revealed that Adam uh, likes to have sex with men as well, which is very fun. Um, it is a little tropey 
for the bully and the bully to hook up. Yeah. So yeah. I can yeah. see the critique that I've heard of this that it's kind of like it's been done before and it's a little toxic for someone to end up with their bully. Um, yeah. But also, I just. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I wonder, like, do you think it's any less damaging in a same-sex relationship? Because I feel like, a, and like maybe it's the same, but I know a lot of the time we get the whole like boys pick on girls that they like, and like mm. you should take it as flattery and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, that always gets reiterated as like abuse is flattering or something. Like, yeah. So when I say the trope- message here. When I when I'm talking about the trope, I'm actually just specifically talking about like gay dudes. It's there is a trope of like right. gay dudes hooking up with their bully. It's like pretty right. common because you have the stereotype of the like the gay guy who's repressed and bullies yeah, other gay and guys like because yeah. yeah. So repressed. it's yeah yeah that is a thing. It's complex. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like yeah, maybe like I don't. It's 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 weird to watch something like so abusive turn into something sexual and like yeah, yeah. I don't know it's definitely not as fun as Mr and Mrs Smith. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should do a watch party. About we it. should How do a watch party. How old is that movie now? I don't know. Pretty old, I think. Early two thousands, right? Yeah, I think. Oh so. my god! Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I remember watching this. I felt validated because I was like, I wonder if I wonder if this is like what the first time I watched this. I was like, maybe that's going on deep underground. Um, and it was and it happened. Cool. Uh, the next scene is Lily and Otis on the hill on their bikes. What a hilarious scene. I love this scene <laughs> for some reason. What a creative treatment option. I just think. Very Gene should uh, team up. <laughs> That being said, I have a friend who's an OT uh, and he's exploring using rock climbing as a, as a therapy. So I think that there is a lot of room in the world for innovative and interesting therapies, like yeah. riding down a hill to get over your control issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like, like, uh, Lily is just kind of sceptical. Like, yeah. how is this going to fix so. this? I don't want to fuck a hill. It's like, yeah. oh, you got to learn to let go. Um and she rightly like turns it back around on him is like well are you gonna ride down as well because you clearly have control issues uh, yeah i had a panic like, attack when i touched your i finger. like that she still clearly like respects otis's sex advice despite knowing <laughs> that he has a lot of issues yeah. going on himself yeah um yeah yeah, so they ride down the hill. Uh, they both do. Wow. Which is, uh, one of them. One of them does. The other one. Like, I have no idea. Down. I have no idea how Otis ends up flipping over the front of his bike. Like, what is he? Yeah, he might, actually, it makes a sense if he was panic braking. That would have caused him to flip. I think if also panic braking is front brake. I mean, you might be assuming yeah. that the hill is like lovely and smooth. Like it could very easily have just been a rabbit warren that the front wheel went in. Yeah. He, could have gone over that way um and they have an actual good conversation now at once otis has crashed uh he he rightly asked the question like why are you so excited and keen to have sex and as you were saying mabel it's not what we thought which was just that she's like keen and like 
ready to do the do it's like she wants to not be an awkward virgin in university which is not a real thing there are many virgins at university everybody more than you think her thought process is so i think common you know like i'll finish school and still be a virgin and then i'll be the only one at uni that's still a virgin even though like heaps of people start uni as a virgin yeah and i'm just like i'm like yeah did either otis or lily ever try to do a google of stats like i feel like you could very easily look up but then again i feel like stats are not always the the solution to like an emotional like response to something like it's classic catastrophizing right so not only is she going to be the awkward version at university but nobody will want to have sex with her because she's the awkward virgin so she'll never have sex because it'll always be too awkward and she'll die alone is literally where she gets to it's classic catastrophizing i know i say as someone who catastrophizes literally everything (laughs) (laughs) it's so common like i think i i literally have like a good friend of mine who who's still a virgin um at in his late 20s now Mm. and I think is constantly in his mind now that it's too late like I think people get to the point Mm. where they think it's too late because Mm. like no one wants to have sex with virgins anymore and it's just like it's really not a big deal it's really not a big deal it's it's just so whatever Mm. and it just doesn't exist and just think about this right if you when when you have sex once so you're no longer quote-unquote a virgin you are still very, very inexperienced at sex. Yeah. Having sex yeah. once doesn't automatically get rid of all of your awkwardness and mm-hmm. like not knowing what you're doing. So maybe just don't even say pe- to people that you're a virgin. Just say, I'm inexperienced. Because most people yeah. will hear that and be like, okay, that's fine. Like, we'll go slow or whatever. Like most reasonable yeah. people anyway. Because um, I know that there are some people who are a little hesitant to sleep with a virgin because they like they think it's a big deal and they also you know they feel responsibility and and if, especially in the context of like a one night stand they worry that it'll carry more weight than it needs to that's yeah thing. but i think that that's not most people no yeah tell me i'm wrong but like virginity, i think not something yeah virginity not a big deal don't no. catastrophize it it'll happen when it happens um, um, yeah there's never like a too late and yeah, yeah never Something that I, at the, right at the end of this interaction, I think is a really good message is uh, Lily says, I just don't want to be left behind, which I think is a really like valid feeling to have and uh, something that a lot of people think. And it's good to have that vocalized and to acknowledge what Otis says, which is like, it's not a race. Mm-hmm. It's like, it just, just relax about it. I, I know that's a very easy thing to say and a hard thing to do, but like, I mean, I think it's a lot of people's experience to feel like they're going to be left behind, but then it happens eventually and then everything is fine. It's the great yeah. secret of virginity is once you lose it, you're like, oh, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's all that was. Cool. I don't know why I was so bothered about it beforehand. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's helpful that Otis is like, I know it seems like everyone's doing it, but really like most of us aren't. Yeah. Um, which I think is again something that people should remember. Like not only, even if some of your close friends are maybe having sex in school already, that's still just like a subset. Mm. And... It's possible some of them are lying. Oh, 100%. You know? I would like, say probable yeah. that some of them are lying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends how well you think you know your friends. You know, I think yeah. sometimes you'll know if your friends are, but I think of, also I think a lot of people are lying. That if they are having sex, they're probably lying about how interesting the sex is. Uh, it's yeah. probably yeah. very, it yeah, or how good it is. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we should Definitely. move on. Yes. 
we cut back to Adam and Eric post coitus. Uh, Eric is like, what was that? Having a great time. <laughs> and Adam has like closed off again. Like he yeah. like allowed himself to be vulnerable, but then he like literally threatens Eric. Like, don't you fucking tell anybody about this. Oh, yeah. um, so we see that Adam clearly has some shit to unpack in relation to his sexuality, which is unsurprising given his, given his previous behavior. But yeah. um, it's- I wonder, I wonder if any of it is about his assumptions about his like parents, or maybe even his dad's specific homophobia. Maybe mm. because mm. I don't like Adam strikes me as someone who like he's never really been that like bigoted towards people in school like I don't think he's ever um it doesn't seem like he ever bullies Eric because Eric is gay and he doesn't yeah. like I mean hmm. I don't know he it doesn't seem specifically content based around being gay like I wonder if it's he's worried about like one more thing for his dad to hate him for yeah like, in terms I, of being accepted in like I I it this school seems kind of open. Like, I don't think, mm. no one in the school seems to really, like, I guess we wouldn't know. Mm. But, but I mean, it, it kind the of fact feels that like Adam have... wouldn't expect to be rejected by the school and, like, the greater society. Any more than he already is, right? Like, he's already yeah. an outcast. He doesn't have program. that much to lose. It feels like it would be more about his dad still. Yeah. Like, one more thing for his mom. dad to hate him for. Yeah, exactly. Since we see later that he is clearly, like, closer with his mother uh, and it's mm. like i mean it's a real fear as a queer person it's like no matter what your parents say and show you about them being open and accepting to all sorts of things mm-hmm. you hear too many stories from your friends about it going badly and from people online and, and stuff like that so they can put a big sign up and do all the good things and wear a pride flag and all this sort of shit but it's there's always a thing in the back of your mind of like but maybe if it's their own kid, yeah, they won't they won't feel the same way. So yeah, I, I do I do kind of get Adam. Although, like, I think there's a line to be drawn there where it's like I'm always like happy happy for people to take the time they need to come out because it's a personal decision and you have to be ready for it because it does yeah. change your life. But uh, I don't accept him then using that as an excuse to be mean to people because yeah. they're gay like, or be don't homophobic be yeah. to Eric about it yeah. or, or even if that's the core reason behind his bullying of people not because they're gay right like him being a bully in the school is it just because he's repressing his own internal mm. self like not a good look my dude um, yeah so you know um then the next scene is like a mix of everybody like waking up in the morning. Um, is this where Principal Graf is dancing? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like the love actually Hugh Grant scene. It is. Bit. But like. I don't like it. I was like, what? what is the point of this scene? I, don't I, really, like, I mean, he's really going for it. But like, I think it's because like he's getting like what he wants. Like, so we end later find out that Adam's going to military camp. Mm. So now he's getting rid of Adam. I mean, I'm oh, not yeah. sure he wants. God, to is he dancing Adam. with happiness because Adam is leaving? Because that's fucked up. Has, if that's have we already, like, has, has got... Jackson already agreed to swim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we, yeah. We, no, no, no. That happens no. later. That happens oh, today. Okay. Oh no, you're right. You're right. It's after the council meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah is he dancing? Because he's sending his son to military school. Sending uh, Adam, and then he's pretty much going to get Maeve expelled. Yeah. And then... <gasps> 
Awful. I think just a, yeah. Well, this is exactly. I was like, I don't want to see him dancing. He's such a dick. Like, fuck mm. off. I have no interest in seeing Principal Graff. It just him. feels like it almost feels like a scene that was meant for like a later season when they're trying <laughs> to give him a redemption arc or something. Like, it yeah. just felt out of place because there's nothing like it in the rest of the episode. No, you're right. Um, I mean, I, I get it's yeah. part. This particular little thing is like people waking up because we get. Um, uh, Maven Jackson waking up and Otis waking up and stressing like it's it's pay our people are doing in the morning but like mm. his is just so out of place I don't yeah the only thing I can liken because it's 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 kind of giving him like that fun loving goofy side which I mm. think we saw a little bit about when we saw him early in the morning preparing for like the the tampon speech and Maeve mm. kind of catches maybe he's nice in the morning and <laughs> even then it was just kind of like to, like for what purpose are we seeing this side? Maybe it was just comedic. Maybe they literally yeah. were just trying to make a funny. Yeah. I Maybe think that's they really how he... hate him too much for it to be comedic. Yeah, Maybe swinging miss, like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's like helping himself up, hyping himself up for the day. He's like, lots of big things are about to happen. I think he's such a dick that part of me just wants to see more of him being a dick to reiterate his character. And I get when TV shows don't want to like paint someone as completely black or white, mm-hmm. but I think instead of seeing him happy dancing as a way to kind of like round out his character, I'd like to see any evidence of remorse for anything he's done, you know, like yeah. that would round out his character. This is really just random. And Even kind him of, just having like a sad breakfast alone or something. Yeah. Like just that. something about him being sad. Like something that mm. would like round out his character a little bit more as opposed to just being an evil dick but this is just like an evil dick that's dancing <laughs> yeah i not not a fan uh otis and eric are at school otis is like how was detention and eric was like why it was very boring nothing weird happened it was very average detention way to keep it cool my dude yeah very cool very nailed subtle it. Nailed, nailed it, it. <laughs> very otis like yeah um uh then we have uh Maeve at the tribunal uh mm. and the question is please tell us why you should stay at this school which is just awful um I like that Miss Sands is there at least one person yeah. who views her positively yeah um, I wonder if she almost fought to be there because it, it kind of seems like Groff lined up this whole exercise with the intention of expelling her regardless of the outcome yeah I well, would 100% like, believe that. I saw her like the heads of each department and she's probably the head of like the English department at the school mm. or something Maybe. like that. So Yeah. Um, Again, it's supposed to be an external tribunal. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jackson walks in during this and Gruff is like immediately super nice to him. Very I know, I hate conciliatory. It. I hate it so then the door closes and he gets back in the mood. Uh, I mean, Miss Sands obviously likes what she's saying. Mm. Um, and but Gruff is just like, we'll let you know you're suspended mm. until until we make our decision. Also, like it's such a shit question. Like, yeah. like yeah. that was that the whole interview? Was that the whole interview? Like, tell us why you should stay. Cool, bye. Yeah. Really setting up, really setting them up for failure. Your, yeah. Your, your Again, because I it's not from the perspective which I think it always should be of like, what can we do to to make it so this student can stay in school? Like that should yeah. be the goal. Like yeah. expulsion should always be a last. That's resort. not his goal though. His goal is to get rid of her. Yeah. Um, the next scene is in biology class. Uh, Adam and Eric sitting next to each other on the bench, uh, and mm. it's really- why do they wear white lab coats in this class? So I was thinking about this. I noticed the fact because they're, they're talking about human anatomy, specifically cardio anatomy. Um, yeah. I have a feeling 
one thing they could have done after this was dissect a heart. So yeah. that, that would make sense in that context. Um, because we've seen them in the class without the lab coats on, like for the sex ed yeah, one, okay. they weren't wearing them. So yeah. I'm going to be generous it. and say that that's why and it wasn't just like an aesthetic decision. <laughs> I will take it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but it's super cute because they're sitting next to each other and then Adam like touches his knee to Eric's knee. And then Eric is like touching his finger to his hand. And like, it's cute and intimate. And it's like, it's very different to what happened at the end of the last scene where, Adam's like, you know, it, it yeah, feels yeah. like this is never going to happen again. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Whereas this is like, this is intimacy that's not sex. This is like actual mm-hmm. intimacy, which I think was super I lovely. Think so. I think it's super cute. I think Adam comes across as someone who is not very good with words in general, but also is mm. not very good at speaking about his own thoughts and feelings. And so this comes across as sort of like an apology like I don't think he could really take back what he said or apologize mm. for it in any meaningful way but I think he he can do things with actions yeah and this is his way of kind of I don't know yeah clearing the air and apologizing a bit for being such a dick to Eric and it's super cute super cute I'm here for it I'm on the train <laughs> it's tropey but I don't yeah. care then we have a scene uh Jackson and Maeve talking um mm. I think oh this is because Maeve's leaving after the um, the tribunal and Jackson yes. catches up with her. Um, he's like, why won't you talk to me? He's trying to be supportive. Like he's literally, yeah. I think he is doing the right thing in this scene and she is yeah. kind of shutting down, right? Like 100%. she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with, I don't want to like be vulnerable with you is really what it yes. is. I think um, he's. Because he, the, he, the way she bursts out is that like it's, she's saying it as though she's trying to like scare him away not that she actually wants to tell him anything but she's like happy now like i might be expelled now fuck off you know yeah essentially yeah yeah um and i mean he like rightfully gets a bit shitty with her because like um like as he says why am i always the last to know and it's true right like she doesn't tell him anything basically yeah until everybody else she very much tells otis before uh, mm. he, she tells him anything and he's like, well, do you, do you love me? And she's like, I don't, um, which, oof. Oof. I know it comes across really brutal, but I also, it's kind of satisfying when he's like, just tell me if you don't, she's like, I don't, she just spits yeah. it out really quick and clean. And it's, it's kind of harsh and brutal. I mean, I, it I almost like expect it. it almost felt like he was expecting her to not say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he was expecting that. But. Yeah, I don't know either, but it, it almost felt Wishful like thinking. he wanted he wanted her to affirm her love and she did yes. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have Graf and Jackson having a chat, uh, trying to get him back into training. Uh, and he is he goes in and he's like, uh, this isn't about my future, sir. It's about your sports funding, which is and <laughs> Graf is like, oh, well, I, I mean, uh, uh, uh. Mm. He runs uh, up to it, though, doesn't he? He's like, well, he yeah. does. He's like, well, yes, but we also care about you, and it's like, Bullshit. so you care. Well, I think I think he does care about Jackson. Yeah, he agree. cares about Jackson yeah. more than Adam for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. like, why do you care about Jackson as a as a student and not Maeve? You know, mm-hmm. because you're super biased against her and you're a terrible person. That's why. Yeah. 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 It's uh, Ugh. it's pretty gross, honestly. He's like super gross. Uh, and then Jackson. 
I think I think this is a nice thing that he does. He's like, well, all right, I'll I'll go if you let Maeve stay because I think at this point he knows that it's over with Maeve, right? Like, yeah, he's not doing this to try and get back with her, but he does it anyway because he cares about her and he wants her not to get expelled, which is yeah, definitely. I think a tick in the good column for jo- uh, for Jackson. Yes, very much. Mm. Um. And I can't wait. Like, it's just despicable later when Principal Groff goes, well, I mean, I guess he never really agreed, but he's like, I will not be bribed. And I just feel so bad for Jackson. Particularly knowing that he, like, didn't want to swim. He's clearly been sort of moving towards getting out of that. Yeah. And then I thought it was, like, it was really nice for him to be able to have something positive come out of it. Like, he had this opportunity where he could use swimming and his mm. skills in swimming to do something that, that he, he wanted, wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he he it gave it gave him some like power back, mm. and then it was just like instantly taken away in a horrible way at the end. Yeah, I know you hate it, and it, it, you're right. It is disgusting, but like it, the like the delivery and like the moment it was like such a good line. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> but, like I really enjoyed like the villain, the villain, the villain edit. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. again, actually, this probably plays more to your point, Mitch, in, in terms of like hit principal gruff was dancing because he was excited to get rid of Maeve mm. because if he wasn't really excited to get rid of Maeve like what other motivation does he have to like still expel her like yeah. if he was maybe indifferent and didn't give a shit about her but like Jackson asked for it so why not but he clearly like wants he wants her gone her, no matter what yeah. I think it's just like the grudge like I don't think Maeve's really done anything during her period at school to really get on his bad side. She probably has really good grades. And we've seen with Ola that he values that in students. Mm -hmm. I think probably a large part is like her brother's influence. 100%. It's right. Yeah. 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 His relationship with Sean. He's probably like getting back at her a little bit in response to how he feels about Sean. Which is... Very inappropriate. Very, very, yeah. very inappropriate. Bad educator, yeah. bad. <laughs> um, so then we have uh, the plastics being mean to Maeve about being expelled and Amy breaks up with them finally. Yes. So good. I was so happy for her. She's literally like, I'm dumping you for her. And then they're like, she's a slag. And she's like, yes, and so, so am I. Am I. <laughs> but then as they're leaving, Maeve is like, I'm not a slag. And I was like, yeah, me neither. But I just thought it sounded good. Like, ah, oh, I love this policy. Love yeah. And the plastics are sugareth. They don't know. They, this has never happened to them sugar. before. They, yeah. are, they are the popular kids. Why would anybody break up with them? Yeah. Serves you right for being assholes, literally, this entire yeah. season. They do still look like I feel like in that particular scene of like the plastics and like the fashion in this show is good. Like I think it has been for the whole episode and whole season, but like mm. they're all dressed obscenely well for high school students. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so happy for Amy. Good job, Amy. You did it. Dump those toxic yes. friends. Uh, then so they're all leaving school and Jean is waiting for Otis. Um, like a stalker like a stalker but this is I think this is a really lovely scene I think it's it's what they needed I think it's good that it was in public because it prevented them from yelling which he does he's like stop yelling like (laughs) I'm coming over yeah Um, and take note people this is what a real apology looks like right like she says sorry and she admits that she did the wrong thing 
she did yes. both of the things and it it comes across that she truly actually has reflected and understood why what she did was wrong yes uh, so i catharsis. wanted more though i wanted more <laughs> would you want her on the ground like whipping herself <laughs> i don't know she's behaved so poorly like yeah she acknowledged it but i feel like she acknowledged everything she did wrong in like one sentence and then, it's, I again i feel like she's, she's done this done before like yeah. She's done an apology no, yeah. Before. yeah. So this is definitely, I think it's her best apology to date. And she mm. did actually like own up to things and take responsibility and admit to it. Yeah. I think based on track, I'm just like so skeptical. Like I'm yeah. just, I just feel like she's. I guess that's a good point. Like you do this good apology and then you continue to show through your word and through your deed yes. that you have truly changed how yeah. you think about it. Which we quickly, I mean, like her and Jakob later. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, I'm less bothered by that. They're allowed to hook up. They're adults. Um, I mean, yeah. disagree with me if you want, but like, it I doesn't bother it, me as much. They're Look. such impulsive animals. It's like she goes yeah. there and and like it, it seems really good because she's like just come from like making up with Otis and then she mm. goes to Jakob being like, my son is my most important thing to me. I think this would really, this really has the potential to like upset him and hurt him and I don't want to do that. Mm. And then she immediately just impulsively makes out with him anyway. Like. It's so hard. And I, I sh- put the onus on Jakob and Jude. Like I know, again, as always, it's like Jakob and Jean, we kind of ship them a little bit. He's really hot. They're steamy. The chemistry is amazing. Mm. I think they're both pretty bad in this situation because he responds by respecting her and being like I understand that as mm. a father I think he respects her decision to put her children first mm. and then he also plays a part like I think mm. either one of them could have like shut down the other but they both collectively decide to put her feel like yeah. put Otis aside at that moment it's hard because I, I think I think we all ship both partnerships like mm. we both really endorsing Ola and Otis and then Jakob and Jean but like moral oh Huh? I mean, I'm not super in love with Otis and Ola, to be honest. I, I think oh. I think that Ola is good for Otis in terms of the fact that she's direct and understands his weirdness. But like, I just I, I don't I don't really. I suppose like we it. haven't seen enough yet. To be yeah. honest. I think Ola's almost like too good for Otis. So yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of that going on too. Um, yeah. I think my main like I don't I don't have an issue with them hooking up. I think I this is a bit of like a TV pet peeve of mine. But like when everything is so like impulsive and hot and steamy, mm-hmm. as though like they are unable like they're unable to resist their urges, mm-hmm. that annoys me. If they had almost like acknowledged it a bit more, like nah, like I like like I can't help it. Like I wanna, mm-hmm. I still wanna do this anyway. Yeah, Which I feel like it's exciting. just. I think for me, Otis's like demand that they not see each other is the only one of his points that I think is kind of unreasonable. Like, I don't think it, yeah. he has really any ground to stand on there. Like, like, yeah, it'll be weird, but so what? Like relationships are weird, no matter what. Like it's, yeah. I like all of his other critiques of his mother are pretty, pretty well-founded in terms of her stepping over their boundaries and things like that. And like coming into his room when she doesn't have permission and all this sort of shit. Like that's all very Breaking reasonable. Breaking down his door. His door. Yeah. <laughs> But then yeah. she just shouldn't like then she shouldn't have acknowledged it anyway. She should have just been like, I'm gonna do this anyway. Yeah. Um yes, and that, again, I agree with and that. like and I don't think it's gonna happen, but we'll see. But like then I feel like soon she should tell him that that's what she's doing with Yaku because yes. she had pre like the last she spoke to Otis about this was like, I would never. And that's the last yeah. word she's said to Otis about this. Yeah. So I think that what she does after this will 
be the thing that, yeah. that I feel more strongly about. Like if she handles yes. it well, then good for her. If she lies about it, then I'm back on yeah. the this is a bad we'll idea. See. I don't have high hopes for Jean. Yeah. I feel like she's just <laughs> continually been disappointed. Mm. <laughs> um, but before before we move on from that scene, yes. uh, so they like they have their apology moment, which is really good. Um, mm. And he then like talks about, you know, like she apologizes about the book, which I think was very important. Um, and she says that it was all wrong and I shouldn't have written it. And he's like, but it's not wrong. Like I am fucked up. And she like, she gets to be a parent in this moment and be yeah, like, you're, you're totally fine. Like, don't, don't be so stressed out about it. You're normal. I mean, he's not normal. I would go out on a limb and say, but like, I think the idea that the thing that is normal is that he hasn't figured out his sexuality yet at 16 which is fine like he's still figuring it all out he's still adjusting and all this sort of shit he doesn't have to be like you know super in charge of everything that's going on in his life yet because he's still just a teenager Yeah. yeah I think it's definitely great that she like kind of consoled him and like confirmed that like he's fine and that like being not normal is normal like as a teenager like that's fine Mm. I do kind of wish because then he's like no I'm not normal like I really like what you wrote is true like I struggle with this um I would like her to be like let's get you someone to talk to you know like let's actually address this issue like if you're so worried about it and this is causing you so much stress and anxiety and it's Mm. like kind of a big part of your life that you've been struggling with for a long time now let's get you some help Yes. And not just blame it all on being a teenager that doesn't have his life figured out, but like, let's make actually address the problem. Yeah. It's just like, oh, teenagers are teenagers. They have hormones. They feel like they're fucked up. Like, let's just let them play it out. Mm. How about we actually address some of the issues that teenagers feel for whatever reason? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be the picture perfect. Well, that would be, that would be nice. Um, I do love at the end he's like thank you for apologizing and then she gives him the very like very Gene and Otis vibe like spiel about why apologies are important but she does at the the end she's like yeah they're the same person basically and (laughs) but then she's like uh but you already know that and it's like yeah you've definitely said this to before you've been telling me that since I was three years old (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh Otis then Lily sparks it inspires him to go apologize to some people yes which I think was good like it's the reason that yes. it was there is as his like light bulb um, moment oh maybe I should apologize for being a dick shocking so he goes on to make apologies to two different people mm. and, and I think they are varying levels of quality these two yeah. apologies. <laughs> before he leaves school he goes and steals the essay trophy that Adam won um mm-hmm. I think that's cute uh, and we yeah. get a brief shot of Eric at detention and looking kind of excited to be in detention, mm. which is uh, cute Time and to sad. Get my detention blowjob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I go to detention every day. <laughs> my God. Um, it's crazy that the teacher's like, oh, Adam can't make it. It's like, this is detention. What do you mean? It's the Are whole we allowed point. to just be unavailable? Yeah, sorry. I'm my calendar's too. really full. Yeah. But yeah, so Adam doesn't show up. So Eric is like disappointed because he's going to miss out on his detention blowjob. Um, <laughs> Adam is walking home. So clearly his not available was he's just like, he didn't turn up. Uh, yeah. He finds Madam, which is like, that dog has been living in the wild for like weeks now. Yeah. She looks pretty good. I mean, maybe she's just been like fed by friendly neighbors. Yeah, like, probably. Sleep, yeah. Um, so he's like 
oh my god I'm gonna be able to fix one of the problems that I caused yeah. I caused um and he gets home and like mom I found madam yay and then this guy from military school is there to collect him yeah. um and it's really heartbreaking because he like looks at his mom and he's like oh, don't make me go like he like doesn't he doesn't want to go and he's sad about it and she's like it's what your father wants gross grow a spine woman grow a spine it's so disappointing advocate for your own child yeah (gasps) Maeve gets home and Sean is gone which is sad Mm. um just adding on to her current list of troubles uh, Especially because at this point, I think she's expecting that she might be expelled from school. Yeah, and then so the idea that she's about to go through all of that alone. What? Well, and she just had and she just broke up with, with Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Well, they didn't like officially break up, but like. I mean, I think it's implicit. Yeah, I think it was I definitely. How, I don't know how you come back from that. Yeah, I don't love no. you. See, I I, I don't love you. <laughs> And I know you like somebody, somebody else. Yeah, true. true. So, we didn't talk true. about that, yeah. yeah. I have Otis tries to make a romantic gesture to Ola, and I feel like Mabel has some things that she wants to say about this. <laughs> okay, okay. It's just so bad. He essentially cat like food. continues to run with calling her a house cat. And yeah. again, like she's like, is this supposed to be romantic? He doesn't at like at no point, I think, does he say that he's sorry or acknowledge mm. there was an asshole or actually like recognize what he did that is wrong. He just tries to like go with it and be like this cute and awkward romantic thing. Which mm. it, like this is it's completely absurd that Olive goes for this. Like there's there's no way this worked. And he just goes up to her work and brings her a bunch of cat food. I do love the old lady. He's <laughs> like, uh, can you hurry up? It's not cute. It's annoying. Literally. Uh, she yeah. hits it's, him, almost, it's almost like breaking the fourth wall. I feel like the old lady is us. <laughs> you, maybe. Like- yeah, you. <laughs> Me and Matt love this. I mean, nah. I didn't love it. I think she did forgive him way too easily he didn't apologize like no, did i miss apologize. it he didn't apologize he didn't apologize and for someone that was kind of like like acknowledging that gene had done a good apology he did a really bad apology yeah, and then he like i'm sorry he bought cat food like he didn't even he left without buying the cat food um i think one of the things that uh they're hoping is like her reasoning is uh, a, it was like public and embarrassing. So he's like yeah. flagellating himself a little bit. Um, yeah. And like the old lady like hits him with a cane. And I think that she's taking that punishment as part of his like penance for being an asshole. Yeah. Because um, she says that was very brave and very emasculating in a way that implies that she likes both of those things, <laughs> which like, yeah. good for you, girl. Well, we also, <laughs> we also saw um, Otis defended uh, Ola on her behalf, like when the lady mm. was coming back at Ola. Yeah, she's well. like, she's so very was- rude. She's like, she's not rude. She just has a very direct manner, which, you know, <laughs> can be rude in some situations. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, then we get Jackson at the swim meet and he wins. Uh, Graf is very relieved. And we get the the villain moment Ooh. where uh, 
Jackson is like, is she staying? And Graf is like, I don't take bribes. It's like, well, it wasn't really a bribe, my dude, actually. Mm-hmm. It was more like extortion. Um, it was but, you know. <laughs> so evil. Like, my head was, like, racing. I was like, what can Jackson do? Like, take this to the press. Like, how can we, like, how can we tell everyone that he's such a bad guy? And there's nothing to do. Really. I mean, he could have been like, oh, I have to admit, I was on performance-enhancing drugs for that race. <gasps> And then he gets booted like out of that. training entirely. Yeah, and he doesn't want to train anyway. And Graf would lose the funding. Yes. Mm. I mean, if I was in that situation, I think my next action would be like, all right, I'm done then. Never again. Well, yeah, yeah I would 100%. say like, yes, he got this round, but like, the, yeah, like Jackson you have to call him else. up, right? I mean, I think that race was for to win the funds. I don't know. It was pretty weird. Yeah. That but works. like, what about the next year? Like, they're yeah. not in the final yeah. year of school. I think yeah. it was like final qualifications for like a. Uh, like a, a, a regional comp or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Well, which is again, like I would have thought, Mr. Gruff would be more forward thinking and be mm. like, let's just keep Jackson on side. So he must yeah. really want Maeve gone. Yeah. Cool. He says, I don't take bribes. I suggest you forget about Maeve Wiley, which just implies a level of hatred that is so yeah. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Mm. So that happens. We get Maeve. Uh, landlady, the landlady drops off the gift from Otis. Uh, the cats, I'm sorry, but the cat's back. Oh, yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, he's wearing a little hat again. I, I remember my old predictions like every episode, we're going to see this cat with a new hat on. It never no. happened, but I'm glad he's back. He's back for Is the it finale. a different hat? Yeah, a different hat. Oh. Um, she asked about Sean and she says he said he was going to do some shopping, but he had a big bag with him. So I feel like that not only it tells Maeve that he's probably gone, but also it sounds like the landlady is aware that he goes, like he leaves unexpectedly. Yeah. So that's a bit of a sad moment for everybody, I think. Yeah. Um, Otis gave her the essay prize, scratched her name, scratched Groff's uh, name out and put it on, put hers on, which was good. Good gift, great gift. Which is in like this is classic rom com grand gesture business. Yeah, it's especially he he gives Maeve the big actual apology, beautiful Mm. love note. He Mm -hmm. steals a trophy for it. This is the stuff movies are made of, and then like goes to Ola. Yeah, he's confused. He is is confused. confused. He's. I think it's still so deeper in his mind that like Maeve couldn't possibly like it, which again is weird because last episode it seemed like they acknowledged. They did. Kind of, or were about to, that it was mutual, like they had yeah. both been flirting with each other. Yeah. It may, I feel extra bad for Maeve because mm. I feel like after getting that, you're like, oh, this is essentially him telling me that he loves me yeah. and mm. I can just go and reciprocate. And then she finds him kissing Ola. Like, I mean, in his so defense, confused. he didn't say that. He did. He's like, I, I want to start the cleaning up again. Like, I miss yeah. having you as a friend or whatever. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, She's like very happy about this. She grabs the jumper and she's like running off to like go see him, yeah. um, which is really cute and makes me feel worse about what happens later. Um, uh, Eric rides past Adam's house and sees him getting into the car with the military dude and they share like a, a sad it. look as he's driving away and there's like nothing that anybody can do about it really. Mm. Um, just kind of devastating for both of them i think oh my god i get so like into these moments in the show like when i was watching this i was like i wanted to put myself in eric's place and like go over and yell at adam's mother 
<laughs> Grow a spine, you silly cow. Take care of your child. That's your job. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, Otis and Ola have arrived at his house. He apologizes, finally. Um, is very awkward. Uh, he says... I'm a weird person, and by that I mean I'm unusual, <laughs> which is, like, <laughs> unhelpful. Uh, he flusters, as is his way. She's incredibly patient. Uh, and I think, you know, the reason that... The, one of the reasons I do like their little thing is that she's good for him, and she's like, just stop talking and kiss me yeah. if that's what you want to yes. do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, uh, she's like, don't talk, you'll ruin it, which, again, very, very correct. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, like, I appreciate her, like, helping him control his, like, blabbermouth to a certain extent. But as they're kissing, Maeve runs no. up to the top of the stairs. Oh, no. Hopeful, She's, like, excited. in the archway at the top of the stairs. And you see her just, like, mouth the word, like, what? Which, you know, you would be a bit shocked after getting that. Um, and it's just kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but then we get a bit of a comedy movement because Ola's like, all right, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll see you soon. And Otis has just done a raging erection. It's massive. <laughs> like, yeah. I almost wonder if she left because she saw it was like, I'm going to go and because let Because it deal was with like it. poking her. <laughs> poking oh, yeah, her. Actually, that's, that's actually a much better interpretation of the scene. She got jabbed <laughs> in the stomach by his massive raging erection and then was like, I'm going to go now. Bye. See ya. Bye. That's 100% what happened. Yeah. Uh, Maeve gets home and throws away Otis's sweater like I'm done with him which is kind of sad but I mean it's totally understandable I know. At this point. I they'll, get they'll, it. Be, they'll be back I'm sorry but even, yeah. even watching it though I'm just like that's his sweater like yeah. doesn't he want that back at yeah. some point like, you're just throwing like throw it into the corner of your trailer or something I to know, ignore like, but yeah um, yeah. but Amy is there waiting on her doorstep and it's like Amy's perfect timing like I think Bad shit would have happened if uh, Maven had nobody. Yeah. At this moment, like potentially expelled, thought she was going to hook up, not hook up, have a very romantic moment with Otis and that didn't happen. Um, Her brother has left. Like everything bad is happening, but Amy is She's got Amy, yes. Um, So, you know, it's nice to know that she has somebody. Um... And then Otis finally has a wank. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get the like extended, the yeah. extended background again, which is a cool effect. I like it. It's like how he starts floating. Yeah. Again, his facial expressions while he's doing this, he's just like, ooh, ooh, no, ooh, no, no, yeah. Ooh, oh, 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 this is good, actually. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Even, even Eric was pulling faces at the start. But I'm like, does, do you pull faces like that, Matt, when we're, or even Mabel? Sorry. I mean, so like, I've I never watched a video of myself. So, like, I don't. I know. mean, yeah. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to think about it, honestly. I think I'll be too yeah. self-conscious if I think about it. Oh, yeah. My friend... My I think it'd be weirder a... to be, like, completely impassive while you're... I mean, yeah, but... Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, uh, like, pulling, like, pulling Everybody has out. an O face. I mean, yeah, yeah. My friend has a great music video for one of his songs um, that's basically just, like, a whole bunch of people pulling their cum face. And then at the very end, I think you I think you see Matt and everyone, they're, like, they're, like, kneading dough or something, or they're, like, doing something... But um, it's please, just like a whole video of people making cup faces. Please send me that. We will link that in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what an end to the season. Yeah. I, I, again, 
Otis's arc was very neatly resolved, I think. His personal yeah. arc, anyway. Maybe not his relationship arc properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adam's been sent to military school. Fuck. Yeah. Just as he gave Eric a blowjob. Yeah. Like, there's definitely some yeah. shit left wide open here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric has had a, a, a kind of a resolution to his arc. He, like, he had some bad times, as predicted by Mitch but he has come through and is back living his life again, which is good. Yeah. Um, Lily is on her way, I think, in terms of just like being okay with the fact that she's not had sex yet, even though I feel yeah. like it won't be that long for her, surely. Yeah. No, probably not. Um, yeah. What did you think of the- Maeve might be expelled. Maeve might be expelled, but she has a new openly friendly friend, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's two against the world now, not just by herself, yeah. which I think is good. And it looks like Jean wants to start a relationship with her. Well, actually, it's ambiguous, right? Because she said that she liked Jakob, mm. but then said she didn't want to be with him, but then they made out anyway. So I guess it's unclear whether that will actually turn into a relationship or not. I think yeah. that'll take a, like at least half a season for that to get official. I think next season, half a season there. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. Cut to episode one, season two, and they just <laughs> yeah, yeah. big big arm <laughs> ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, just the opening scene is their wedding. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, cool. favorite scenes from this episode? I think mine was the like the good chat that Otis and Jean had at the school. Hmm. So, as you guys were talking about, it's a very good parent talk, and I think that's like one of my favorite interactions I've seen them have. Hmm. I think mine. I think mine is Amy dumping the plastics. I, I like. I think that <laughs> it was such a cathartic experience. Like, yes, tell them to get fucked. <laughs> I think right. Like we've talked a lot, so I always forgot about it. But I think mine was actually the opening scene with Lily yeah. and her sexual <laughs> role play. Like it just looked so good. Amazing. I want her entire outfit. Yeah. Oh my god, I just want it all. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, favorite and least and, favorite and Octo Boy, like Octo Boy was so cute. Octo Boy, yeah, like, we love My... Octo Boy fan channel. We need favorite, some merch. Favorite character, like Octo I had Octo Boy. <laughs> some beanies. Favorite who... character, are we doing? Yeah, favorite and least favorite. Least favorite Gruff. Yeah, oh of, yeah, of I think easily. least favorite Gruff. Mm. Just Ugh. not a good guy this episode. I think most favorite for me is going to be Eric. Again, like we, we talked about how his arcs kind of come to a close and he's just like being like happy and lovely. I don't know. I think Eric's just great. Mm. Actually, no, I take it back. Ooh. Amy. Amy yeah. is my favorite. I think she just like really stepped up when she needed to be a great friend and then mm-hmm. immediately yeah. was the was just a really good friend to Maeve when she needed her most. Yeah, agreed. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's boring, but I'm gonna. Amy's always a blast when she's on on camera, so I'll definitely agree with that. She's so cute. I love her teeth. I don't know; they just look (laughs) great. Uh, I don't know who my favorite is. I feel like I feel like I'm really happy for Adam to like start breaking down some walls, but he still did some pretty shitty things this episode. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. That's all right. You, sometimes you don't need to have a favorite. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, maybe I'll just go with Eric as well because I am happy for Eric and everything that happened with him this episode. He's back to his yeah. old self, which is good. And he got laid. Nice work. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. 
Although it was kind of scary to start with. Yes, a little scary. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's the end of season one. We made it to the end of season. Uh, so the plan now obviously we're going to watch season two at some point but we will take a little bit of a break um and during that break we'll probably watch a a movie or a a different tv show episode and do like a a one-off episode of something a little different um Mm. and we'll come back in like a month or so with season two episode one of sex education very exciting let us know what you thought uh let us know if you have any suggestions for the format yeah any uh show movies or even like songs or albums like i think we could like even deep down like different media let us know yeah um and if you're thinking about sending us a message but you're not usually the kind of person who do does do it do Do it it. we want you to sex ed and chill pod at gmail.com hit us up yeah yeah cool all the socials plus all the socials Mm -hmm. Alrighty, well, thanks for listening to us this season and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah.